All right, good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are PS. This is awesome, and this is a PlayStation podcast. This is episode 227, and it's a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. And before we get on the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash PS. This is awesome. Visit us on Twitter at PS. This is awesome. If you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PlayStation Network, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw01. You can write the show at PS. This is awesome at gmail.com we like to hear from you and most importantly don't forget to share the show with your friends make sure you leave comments and rate our podcast as you see fit this is also a video podcast as well so you can watch the show if you prefer over to youtube channel be sure to subscribe to that and uh, new and or longtime listeners we have a patreon you can support our podcast at a one dollar a month level called the one and only one dollar club a dollar a month can't even get you a bag of chips these days i don't even think a small bag of chips But we will gladly, gladly, gladly appreciate any donations we can get over via Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash PS. This is awesome. Become a $1 patron. And you also get a free die-cut vinyl sticker and a shout-out on our show. So uh, with that out of the way, and after that beeping's done, sorry, I've got a 3D uh, printed miniature in my UV machine, and it just timed out. Um, With that out of the way, Jake, how are you doing on this Saturday evening? Good. I uh, did a lot of stuff today. I ran like six miles earlier and <laughs> did like a metric fuck ton of weed whacking. Um, other stuff around the house or whatever. Yeah. I'm actually currently underneath my desk icing my ankles. Mm. But uh, other than that, pretty good. Yeah. I'm glad you're running. I'm glad uh, uh, you guys are doing that. It's it's one of those things where it seems like for me now it now that I'm I'm 41 now when I get into these runs and I really enjoy it like that day I'm typically like feeling really good like if you get a run in like you get that natural uh, I don't know shot of whatever they call it your endorphins kick in and uh, you're feeling good like you you did something for yourself but it's always the evening and the next morning that my calves and my feet are sore it's never my ankles but it's my calves and my feet and i'm like damn it now i gotta take a recovery day that i don't want to take just so that my legs can heal up so it kind of impedes on the amount of miles i can get in these times um at this age i suppose and uh, it doesn't help that i put a little bit of weight on over covid so i i you know i'm carrying around that much more weight every every step i take so yeah, it's my Achilles tendons, oh, which is kind of weird. It is weird. Because, I mean, the rest of my body is pretty in shape from hockey. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was actually fucking flying today. I think um, over six miles, my average today was like nine and a half minutes, yeah, which is like really good. And like that's that's because I, I wear a Fitbit when I run, yeah. and that's me keeping my heart rate down. Like I probably could have run faster if I was willing to let my heart rate go through the roof. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to do that because I'm trying to, like, keep everything in cardio. I'm not trying to, like, fucking have a heart attack or anything. So, uh, but, yeah, it's – and I don't – I mean, I slept – I got a lot of sleep last night. I think that helped a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, my heart – Basically, after our show, I came home and just fucking went to bed. Yeah, I was tired. Yeah, we played last night for the listeners. Um, We had a concert – one of my favorite places to play, actually, in Kanye. We'll give him a shout-out. It's called the Breakwell Barbecue. It's out there on uh, Lake Erie, Kanye, Ohio. It's a 
great place, great staff. Always a good time. Um, but yeah, uh, Jake, I guess we got a lot of t- uh, news to talk about. And not so much news, but more so the Summer Games Fest is going on. And there's a lot of things that were talked about. And on top of that, I kind of want to do another PlayStation quiz in the news section. So we have we have a bit of meat to this podcast. And I feel like our podcast has been getting a little long. The last two were like an hour and a half. Um, so w- without trying to waste our listeners' time, um, I think that everyone enjoys a concise podcast. We kind of talk about the things that are important to us and kind of move on. Let's let's jump right to the beef of it and uh, let's talk about like we usually do the games that we're playing. Then we'll get into the PlayStation quiz and we'll talk about the the, the summer game fest and maybe some other random news topics. But uh, I as well, you mentioned last show you started Mass Effect two. I started it yesterday. Uh, yesterday maybe yeah maybe yeah maybe it was this morning. I can't remember. Whenever I sent you that text about the intro, was that this morning or yesterday? This morning. Yeah. So I started it this morning, and the intro to Mass Effect two freaking fantastic i'm already yeah. like ah yeah uh, i like it and like I, I wasn't excited to start it but that intro got me into it it's just so cool i wasn't it was like one of those things like yeah we gotta do this I, I might as well power it up and then i was like oh wow this is so weird and not what you expect for an intro um so did you um should we save it for the podcast got- or well, no, 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 yeah. no. I, I, I'm not going to get too far into it. I'm just wondering if you've gotten to the part where you're like free and clear to roam and do whatever you want. Yeah, I was really confused because in Mass Effect 1, you can just use the D-pad to select the planets you want to go to. But in this one, I used it, and then my ship started moving on the map. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to like fly to these places. And there's like fuel gauges. And I'm like, god damn it. But yeah. So yeah, there, there's the, the if I would say that there's probably one thing about the game that I don't remember that i remember being kind of annoying it's the fucking fuel and uh (laughs) the other thing is like is like the buying probes and i the reason why i think it's annoying is like if they did a little bit more balance then you know where it was like more expensive to get this, th- this stuff and you were a little bit more like it to be a little bit more strategic mm-hmm. about how you bought the probes and the fuel then maybe it would make a little bit more sense but the fuel and the probes are so fucking cheap that they might as well be free so i don't understand why they're even there you know, i'm carrying over a lot of money from the previous game so i guess that probably helps oh, yeah. but you do get a lot I of money on the missions especially if you you know, walk around and you like hack all the safes on the walls and do all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So, but I will tell you this, um, just to, for anyone else who might be playing it at the same time or is thinking about playing it, uh, don't be OCD like me and let yourself get bogged down in mining planets. Mm. Cause I, have you done that at all yet? No, no. All, all I've done is I'm trying to build a team so I've rescued uh, one doctor and some sort of weird Merc guy. I went to the first planet. So you haven't you haven't gone to any of the unexplored planets? No. Because basically all the other planets on the map, you can go to them and then you can scan them for minerals and yeah, drop probes. I haven't and like done get any of that. So you have to do it to get the resources to do all of like your weapon, armor, and ship upgrades. Yeah. So... Cause you got, did you got, uh, you got Doctor Morden Solis? Yeah, I just got uh, him before I jumped yeah. down here to do the call with you. 
Yeah. So he, once you have him, the tech bay is open in the ship and you can do upgrades to like make your weapons more powerful, research new weapons, Mm -hmm. get better armor upgrades, things like that. But in order to do all of these things, you need the resources that you get from mining the planets. And my OCD makes me like, oh, I enter a star system. I have to fucking 100% mine every fucking planet. <laughs> and finally, I, so, so I, there are times where it's literally just for an hour fucking launching probes at planets. And it's uh, like I'm finally at the point now where it's just like, okay, I have a shitload of resources. I can basically do any upgrade I want unless it's like incredibly expensive. Yeah. So I'm just going to focus on the game, play the story. I just got to another like main story beat. Dude, I'm like, I'm already like 14 hours into the game. That's ridiculous. So, so I'm like, uh, I'm not playing it a lot, but I am kind of burning burning through yeah. it. I have the Merc and, guy with uh, the weird eye. I just got him. And then... Uh, yeah, you get him. I th- Don't you get him when you... One right when you land, if to, you talk the place to him, I think you could probably miss him. him. Yeah, I talked to him. Yeah, so the the one thing that is cool about Mass Effect Two is that there. I don't know if you noticed when you when you get off the ship and it asks you to pick your party. Mm-hmm. There are a lot more characters you get in yeah. this one than there are in the first game, and some of them are, uh, you know, more major than others, but. Um, it's cool that they give you more options yeah. and a lot of the characters that you have options to get, like it, it gives you a little bit more uh, ability to customize the types of uh, abilities you want to have within your squad between the three of you. And so I'm just, I mean, I played a soldier class in the first game. I'm just c- continuing on with that. So I like, I'm still the soldier class. I'm still kind of just doing like the running gun and letting my teammates do all of the special abilities. Um, but uh, the one thing I will tell you, and if if you didn't know this already, but every single one of those characters is going to ask you at some point to do a specific mission. Yeah. And it's important that you do them. I'm just saying that just, just, just so you don't get to the end of the game and you're just like, oh, fuck, I should have done these things. Yeah. So I'm just giving you the heads up. Before you get too far in the story, you want to make sure that you're doing some of these side quests that are. Oh, specific I plan on doing a lot character. of it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. So yeah, it's good advice. So good advice. It, so it's it's a so is that the basically is that the first uh, the first um, side character you've gotten since you broke free from yeah Cerberus? It's a pain in the ass to get to him. There's a lot of bat gun battles, so we don't need to talk yeah. about respect too. There's right yeah, there's a lot more combat in this one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we can continue on. The reason why, why I even started talking about it is because that's all I've been playing too. So, um, it's a good game. Yeah, I'm going to be playing more this week because I'm going to be out of town for work and I have a tendency to take my Xbox, not my PlayStation, because I, I don't really care if I destroy my Xbox, but I don't want to damage my PS5. So, I'll probably play some, I'll probably have some wacky game on my list next week. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, I'm this is the legendary edition. This is, I think it's what they're calling. It. I don't remember what they call it, but Jake and I have already done a spoiler cast on Mass Effect One, the remake, and uh, we had planned on doing the entire, well, the first three games rather. So uh, we're gonna play the second one through, and then we also got to squeeze in Nickelodeon Brawl or whatever the hell that game was for the PlayStation Plus this month. But uh, other games, dude, that I've been playing, I finally, I, I did, I beat House of Ashes, uh, the the Dark Pictures anthology House of Ashes. It's my favorite one so far. I've played them all three. I've played all three of them. Um, I did have some deaths in my group, 
and I think one was kind of cheap. Missed a quick time event, and they died. And then, uh, you know, it's one thing about those games that I feel like is uh, some of them. If you miss a quick time event, then they throw another. Then you get a second chance. You know, you miss one, then you get put in like a, a defensive position. Something's attacking you, and it gives you one more shot. And if you can nail it, you can like do a reversal and like save your character. But I feel like the one that I missed, there was no redemption opportunity. It was just like it was a one-off. Boom! Press circle real fast. If you don't do it, or if you hit the wrong button, I think I hit triangle in a panic, and then my guy died. So, anyways, uh, that happened, and uh, that game's good. That game's good. And speaking of super massive. They uh, they released the quarry. The quarry's out. The quarry is getting as good, if not better, reviews than Until Dawn got. And uh, people are saying it's a really, really fun game, really good game. So, um, like, all their games, like... That's exciting. Yeah, not not without quirks, you know, little things here and there. But uh, Supermassive is really good at constructing these kinds of experiences and these games that are really fun. And I think they nailed... From what I can tell, and I haven't played the quarry yet, I haven't bought it yet, but I am going to get it, is that uh, they've nailed the the campy uh, slasher vibe really well on this, uh, where it's not, it's not so campy that the whole thing's a comedy, but it's also not... Um, uh, not scary at the same time, you know, and it's not so scary that it's all horror and tense. So I think the characters, uh, from what I from what I've read, they've they've built them out really well. Um, One thing I want to know is if there are boobies in the game. Mm. Seeing as how it's a teen camp what's horror, the, what's fest. the rating on the game? Do you know? That's a good question. I don't know. <clears throat> so I wouldn't be surprised if there's at least. A sex scene. Or an implied sex scene. Anyways, uh, <laughs> moving on to the PlayStation Store. They got some really good deals going on right now, Jake. Uh, I really... I sent you a text this morning. It is rated M, just so you know. Yeah, so there's probably boobies. Um, which means it's a must-buy. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, obviously. So, uh, if, if there's... Uh, any game that I've been really curious about that I haven't picked up in the last couple of years and tried out was, uh, um, and it's getting that sequel we talked about last show is Fallen Order, and uh, that's on sale right now if you're a Plus member for ten bucks, and I think that's probably a good deal. It, I can't remember if this is going to be one of the included games with Plus Extra, but I do know. I doubt it. I do know that if you are an EA play subscriber for a month you can get it for free and ea plays five bucks a month so you could technically get this game for five dollars if you beat it in in a month so that's what i did actually when i played it yeah i think you brought that up on the show but i think i'm just gonna get it i i don't know it's 10 bucks dude it's a good game i'm i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna front it's a it's a pretty good game i'm probably gonna get it yeah but i'm probably gonna play it anytime soon so i'm doing mass effect 2 and i have to play the quarry soon so you're only playing Mass Effect 2. There's nothing else I want to talk about as far as games that we're playing. And I kind of want to get into the news because we're on this Zoom call. So in our podcast, let's explain this too real quick. I know we talked about it when it took us by surprise, but let's just talk about the Zoom thing that we're doing. So we've been using Zoom to record our podcast audio and video. I'm, I'm capturing the video and audio and I'm running it through OBS from a Zoom call. So it looks kind of fancy when you watch it on YouTube, but it's really just a Zoom call. But the problem is, is Zoom 
used to get, they were giving like unlimited Zoom call meetings, time, whatever. You could just you could just do it forever. They're limiting it to 40 minutes now. So we have to have the, these breaks now in our podcast. And I don't know what the fuck to say. Like, okay, let's listen to the ad. And then like, it's okay, Jake, I guess I'll call you back in a little bit. And like, hold on, our call's going to expire. So that's what we're talking about. We, we, don't have, we don't have a way to do the podcast uh, free um, for us. And we don't have the funds to throw into it. Now, we, granted, we have some patrons. We do. And we've gotten some money from you guys, and we appreciate it. I'm not. This isn't a. This isn't a plea for money. I'm just saying, if you are wondering why we're saying, "I'll call you back," that's exactly what's going on. Is the Zoom call? The timer's expiring, and we're doing this very like Wayne's World. You know, we're like Wayne and Garth in a, in a basement, like trying to make something look professional. So, anyways, that's what we've got going on here. So, I don't know how much time we have left on this this call. We'll have to do another call here shortly, but. Before we do that, Jake, let's do some news. I want to do the PlayStation Knowledge qu- uh, check from Push Square. We have yet to get a hundred percent, and uh, I'm also playing Grand Theft Auto Five still. I'm really building up my my money. So again, I'm not going to beg you guys, but come join my crew. Um, all right, Jake. This is on Push Square, and they do these knowledge checks. If you're a listener of the show, you know that we like to do these. We like to see how many we can get right. Typically, I think we have a pretty good showing. Sometimes we just get decimated. But uh, let's go through these 15 questions real quick to prove to the audience how much we know or don't know about PlayStation. Question number one of 15. At what 2011 event did The Last of Us get its debut trailer? Was it Gamescom, E3, PlayStation Showcase, or the Video Game Awards? It's the, uh, I think it's the Video Game Awards. Let's do it. Good job, Jake. Correct. I had no idea. All right. Yeah, because I think I think this, the next trailer was the one at E3 where Bruce Straley fucking dropped the controller on the stage. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. That was funny. <clears throat> yeah, instead of the mic drop, we had the, the DualShock 4 drop. DualShock 3. DualShock 3, actually. Yeah, you're right. Would have been the PS3. Hey, which developer created Dead Space? Visceral? Visceral. Respawn, Bungie, or or Splash? It's Visceral. Good job, Jake. Who is this Trails of Cold Steel character that's pictured? Uh, The character has a big red belt, like a flowing uh, kind of jacket, and uh, a sword, and looks like dark midnight blue hair. Ah, is it Crow... Armburst, Armbrust, Gaius Warzel, Lloyd <laughs> Lloyd Bannings, or Reen Schwartzer. It's one of the first two. It has to be either Gaius Warzel or Crow Armbrust. Uh, those sound like RPG characters. I'm gonna say Crow Armbrust. Yeah, I like Crow Armbrust. <laughs> No, it's Reen Schwarzer. Come on. Well Crow Armbrust sounds so much cooler. All right. We're going to be so bad at this if they're going to keep throwing these at us. Which of these is not a real Final Fantasy spinoff? Final Fantasy Crystal Breakers, Final Fantasy Type-0, Final Fantasy, or Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, and Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. I think it's Crystal Breakers. You think so? I'm pretty sure. I yeah. think it's Dissidia. No, there is a Dissidia game. I just don't know if there's an NT version. But there's. I, we'll do I, Crystal Breakers. We'll do Crystal Breakers. 
Correct. Good job, Jacob. All right, now this one's right up my alley. In PS1 title Kula World, known as Rollaway in North America, what kind of ball do you play as? A football, a basketball, a beach ball, or a golf ball? 100% it's Kula World. A, huh? Kula World. Yeah, dude, it's a beach ball for sure. Oh, okay. Boom. I actually didn't know that, but Kula sounds like it's Hawaiian. And uh, what else are you going to play in Hawaii? Beach. Beach volleyball. How many different vehicles are there in PS2 Classic Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Oh, God. 212, 240, 95, or 151. I'm going 151. Talking about the only Grand Theft Auto game that I didn't play. Well, I counted every single one of them. There's 151. Okay. Nope, there's 212. (laughs) Man, what a stupid question. That's like, who knows that? Come on. Yeah. You'd have to have you'd have to have some fucking deep trivia knowledge to know that kind of a ridiculous. Question. Which of these games was part of the very first PS Plus update in Europe in North America? Was it Fat Princess, Pixel Junk Monsters, Wipeout HD, or Echo Chrome? Oh. I want to say Pixel Junk Monsters. It's either the it's either Pixel Junk or Echo Chrome. I can't. I I, I would be comfortable with you picking Pixel Junk. I think it's Echo Chrome. Because I remember having this game. I know both of those games, I, all four of those games were early PS Plus games. I'm going, but this dude, Echo but he's Chrome. talking about, yeah, I don't know, man. What do Go you, ahead. what do you think it is? I have no fucking clue. I'm going Echo Chrome. <gasps> Wipeout HD? Are you fucking kidding me? Hmm. Never would have guessed that one, man. We're we're losing. What average Metacritic's uh, what average Metacritic score does Dark Souls on PS3 have? An 89, 85, 94, 92. Average means it's in the 80s, right? I would say 89. Yeah, I'm gonna go 89. Yeah, dude, good job. And what year did Rage 2 release on PS4? 2017, 18, 2020, or 2019? I think it's 2020. No, it's before that. 2019 is probably right. 2019, nailed it. All right, good job, Jake. 10 of 15, which of these is not a playable ship in PS4 arcade shooter Rezogun? Jake, you got to know this. Phobos, Pegasi. Pegasi, Nemesis, or Ferox. What is it? Uh, Pegasi or Pegasi or however you pronounce that. Yeah, because it's not real. We found you. All right, good deal. 11 of 15, Herman Hulse. I fucked that game up. <laughs> yeah, just Jake's wheelhouse. That's his <laughs> glory days right there. Herman Holst, head of PlayStation Studios, is the co-founder of which Sony-owned developer? Sony Santa Monica Studio, Sucker Punch, Gorilla Games, or Naughty Dog? It's not Naughty Dog. It's not... uh, I don't think it's Sucker Punch. It's Gorilla, but I love that fucking photo that they have of him on there. So good. I'm glad you knew the answer to that because I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it's funny. The picture, it's... I don't know. I'm not going to describe it. It's ridiculous. Which it's like a it's like a close up of his face doing like an O face, like, but like, whoa! Face, yeah. like a sexy O face. So ridiculous. <laughs> Which of these PS1 games never got a sequel as of 2022? Alundra, Breath of Fire 3, Vagrant Story, or Bust a Groove? I guarantee Bust a Groove got a sequel. <sighs> Good boy, Bubba. Do you want up? Let me pick you up. Come on. Ready? One, come here. One. I do not know. I don't know the answer. I'm going to say Breath of Fire 3, man. No, there's a Breath of Fire 4. Uh, 
Yeah, you're right. There is. Uh, it's vagrant. It's story. one of the. It's it's, it's, it's either. Okay. I, I lost. I picked it. I, I jumped the gun. I just. I don't know. I got. I didn't like that question. <laughs> you know, an, an interesting, an interesting thing. Uh, I can't talk. An interesting thing we should do is go back and retake these quizzes and see if we've learned from our mistakes. <laughs> Probably haven't. Yeah, I don't know. In The Simpsons Hit and Run, which of these characters from outside the Simpson family is playable? Mr. Burns, Barney Grum- uh, Gumble, sorry, uh, Frank Grimes, or Apu? Uh, it's got to be either Mr. Burns. It's got to be Mr. Burns, right? I mean, may- maybe it's... He's from- I didn't play this. I, I, but- I would think it'd be Apu because isn't he a taxi driver? No, he's the owner. He's he runs a Seven Eleven. Who's the guy? Oh, that's right. That's the stereotype they use because because he's supposed to be an Indian character, right? And he's a Seven Eleven. Yeah, guy. not that he's a driver. And, and Barney Gumble's the cop. Yeah, the name Barney, like Barney Fife, Barney Gumble, and Frank. I don't know who Frank Grimes is. He's the only one I forget. But but can't be. But well, Bar isn't Barney's the drunk, right? No, Bar no Barney's the drunk. Oh, is Frank Grimes is the cop? I think. I haven't watched The Simpsons in forever. Right now, the listeners are just so angry with us. Uh, yeah, I. That's. Yeah, Barney is the drunk. Sorry, I'm. I'm so Googling. probably Frank because you could probably drive a cop car. No, Frank is not the cop. I just googled it. Frank. Frank is. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's nothing on the lines right now. On the line, Frank right now. Grimes is like an empl- another employee that works with uh, Homer. Homer, uh, just go, Mister Burns. Let's plant. just do Mister Burns. You go with that. Sure. It's a poo. My first, my first <laughs> guess, even though for the wrong reason. Um, all right, Jake. You know this one in Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. What kind of energy is being siphoned from throughout the galaxy? Is it faith, spirit, dark, or elemental? It's faith energy, Fred. And I'll reiterate, this game is fucking dope. Everybody should play it. Yeah, I'll probably never play it. It's too bad. Mm. What is the maximum number of USB ports ever found on a PS3 model? What? Six? No way, dude. Four, probably. Okay, yeah. I can believe that. Four. Yep. We got 10 out of 15. It says, not bad. We know our PlayStation. Not our best showing, Jake. Usually they say we should work for Push Square. We essentially do for as much as we talk about their freaking pod to their website. All right, moving forward, Jake. Well, they need to stop asking us these fucking deep cuts, man. Yeah. Like, like who the hell knows how many cars are in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Yeah, Nobody knows that. Yeah, we should have known the one about the Simpsons and uh, eco, the Ecochrome one we got wrong. We should have known that one. But the Final Fantasy spinoff, we did get that one. Treasure School, Cold Steel, that, that's kind of a deep cut, too. Unless it's like the main character. But then you would have had to have played that game to know it. But that's fair for any of the questions, I guess. All right, hey. Summer Game Fest, Jake. It's a thing. A lot of shite is being going on right now with this. So I, I went through... There's way more than what I'm going to bring up on the show. So in the podcast notes, I prefaced it with, if there's anything specific you want to talk about that you've seen or whatever, feel free. But I want to talk about some of the stuff here. And one of the big ones, Sony-related, Naughty Dog-related specifically, was that The Last of Us PS5 
remake got a trailer reveal. Now, this is the original Last of Us. They've remade the game, and uh, I thought it was kind of uncharacteristic for Naughty Dog to do it at Summer Games Fest, but I guess to be fair, we've all played this game, so I guess Sony didn't need to do it in a state of play or whatever, but I've got a few things to say about it. I, I don't see the reason to have a remake of this game. For as much as I love The Last of Us, I don't get why they put all this time into it. it. Probably because of the HBO series and, you know, my only thought process would be is they're probably working on a third Last of Us. I, I know we're getting that factions thing, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But it's just a really bizarre thing. Like, if you look at the the comparison screenshots, it's not like, holy shit shit that looks so much better it's just like okay yeah like i don't like the way that joel looks in the remake to be honest it looks a little weird and uh i'm not against this because i think that they're going to implement the new gameplay mechanics like the dodge feature where you can dodge and juke that's going to be in the first last of us now they're gonna, the crafting, the button controls, a lot of that stuff, I believe, is getting thrown into the original Last of Us. So they're overhauling, they're putting haptics in, and you know the 3D audio. I think that's fantastic, but I just don't believe that this was the best use of Naughty Dog's time. Um, I just don't. I, I I'm excited about it. I think it's fine. I'm not gonna pay seventy bucks for it though. Hell no, no. And then, you know, down the road, this thing's going to drop to 20 bucks down the road. So I'm not going to buy this for $70. I have the PS3 version. I have the PS4 version. And I and I think, well, the remastered version that they've already done a re- remaster of it. This is essentially like a remake, I guess, for the PS1. Unless there's additional story and unless there's additional shit, which it doesn't seem like they did anything like that. There's really no need. And then what did they do left behind also or no? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Okay, because I didn't pick up on that. So That's in the trailer. What do you think, Jake, about this? I mean, what was your impression? Are you excited for it? I mean, it definitely does look better, but the game on PS4... Looks so fucking good, anyway. Looks pretty good. I mean, if you look at side-by-side screenshots of the character models between the PS5 and the PS4 version, the PS5 version does look quite a bit better, but... It's not like, but but because all the an, because all the animations are the same, and all they did was like update the character models and probably some of the other you know lighting effects and things like that. Textures. It's for still the gonna. It's it's still gonna feel very much like the original Last of Us game. So I don't. At least that's my assumption. So to me, I would have to say, personally. I feel like the whole – this is going to sound really stupid probably to some people, but I almost feel like the whole reason they did this was so that they could rename the game The Last of Us Part 1. <laughs> I mean because that's, that's, that's really what they did. Funny. Like that's what they did. I didn't even pick up was, on that. You're right. Yeah, because when they when they uh, when they remastered it, they called it – instead of calling it like The Last of Us Remake, they called it The Last of Us Part 1. So I think that they probably added some of the quality of life features from part two into the game. They updated the character models to make them look a little bit better. Some of the lighting they probably pulled from the new version, the new game. And then, you know, 
it allowed them to just call it fucking The Last of Us Part One, and they rolled in the the um, the Left Behind stuff, but that was already part of the PS4 remaster. Mm. So it's not like you're really getting anything there. But I don't know. I mean, I, to me, it's unless there's something about this that I don't know about, it's asinine that they're asking seventy dollars for this. To me, it's like okay, you want to you want to charge. I'll even I'll even give you fifty bucks, forty or fifty dollars. I'm okay with that, but. I haven't seen anything about this that leads me to believe that it's worth me as a current owner of The Last of Us two times over. Why should I pay seven seventy bucks for this? So I agree. I I'm, I don't know. I think it's it's kind of crazy, and this will probably be the first Naughty Dog game I pass on. Um, in all honesty, on like one. I. I honestly feel like this isn't even really a remake. The only reason they're probably calling it a remake is so that they don't have to offer you a free upgrade. Mm. Yeah, I think you're spot on with a lot of that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think it alludes to the fact that we're probably going to get a Last of Us Part 3 because the naming convention thing is really interesting. I didn't even think about that. So Now, if they want, if they want to charge me like 20 bucks to upgrade my current version mm. to the to the part one version or whatever we want to call it, the remake. I'm all about that. I'll give him $20 just to get the updated graphics and controls and all that stuff. Yeah. But there's no fucking way I'm paying $70 for this. If that's, if that's the case, I will never play this. And I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess I, I don't know that I'm really sorry about that. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty you. certain I saw a 70, like PS5 version 69.99. Um, I think I saw I think I saw that too because I think the Firefly version, which is the special edition, is a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's just insane. Now the only thing that I haven't seen, and maybe some pe- some people might see this and correct us immediately, but uh, if there is a, an upgrade path for the people that own the original version the <laughs> or game. both versions that they've already put out, yeah, I mean Jesus. Anyways, yeah, I I love the game. We're we're advocates of the game. We're advocates of the franchise, the IP. I just think it's so ridiculous because like the internet was just on fire. Oh, everyone's like, oh, we can see play Joel again. Oh, can't can't wait to you know buy this day one. This looks so amazing. People were just going nuts about it, and I was just like, why? Like for as much as I love this thing, this game. I think part of it too is people maybe are still a little bit butthurt about the story of the Last yeah, of Us forget Part Two. Whatever, you know what I mean. So you don't need a yeah, new I, game, you know? Jeez, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, it, it's to me, it's. Uh, I think it's a misstep. It's cool. I mean, it's I. It's cool if, if they can get their money, then fucking good on them. Yeah. But they're not going to get it for me unless they give me some sort of a cheaper upgrade path option. Yeah, I just think it's, like I said, I've I already purchased the game twice over. I'm not fucking buying it again for seventy dollars because I'm reading yeah. an article right now that does say it's seventy dollars. Yeah, I just think it's a huge misstep. I I you know I. Now the big thing I will um, say is that it is coming for. PC as well. So this is a big deal for PC players. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, you know, and maybe maybe they're just saying it's seventy dollars if because they have to, you know, it's never been released on PC gotta, before. And, you know, uh 
it's you know they're just putting out a price out there or whatever but maybe they'll come out in a little while before the game launches and they'll give us a little bit of an idea if there's an upgrade path and if that's the case then that's cool but anyway i guess that's all i got to say about that (laughs) yeah it's interesting i don't know dude uh so we gotta i gotta call you back so why don't the listeners tune into this uh, trailer of ours. What we should start doing is just putting music in or something. But no, we're going to put on a trailer for for a show and uh, talk about the podcast a little bit. And then we'll be back here in a few to talk a little bit more about Naughty Dog and what they talked about on the, the Summer Game Fest. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome to the PS This Is Awesome Patreon page. For those of you that don't know, my name is Fred Oakman. And I'm Jake Peters. And we're a PlayStation podcast currently in our 10th year. Our first episode aired in July of 2012, where we discussed and speculated on the arrival of the PS4. Over the years, we've used this podcast to take a break from adulting, share our love of video games, and in particular, PlayStation. The audio podcast is available on all major streaming services, and we have recently made the leap to uploading video content and video podcasting to our YouTube channel, as well as the very occasional Twitter post or live stream. Over the years, we have covered everything from PS3 to PS Vita through the launches of PS4, PSVR, and now PS5. As our audience has grown over the years, we have decided to start this Patreon with the hopes of creating a medium in which we can give you the opportunity to help support our show. And as a test bed, we're starting with a single tier. It's called the one and only $1 Club. So with your support at the $1 level, we're going to mail you a premium vinyl cut sticker and give you a shout out on the podcast. But at this time, unfortunately, we can only ship to the U.S. and Canada. But this is subject to change depending on your interest. So whether you're new to the show or you're a frequent flyer, we are forever thankful for your support and hope you can find it in your little gaming heart to join us in the one and only $1 Club. Until next time, like PlayStation, Podcasting, and Patreon, P.S. This this is is right, And we are back. To talk more about Naughty Dog and what they had, had shown us at the Summer Game Fest. Jake, the next thing was there was a little bit of a tease for The Last of Us multiplayer. We know that Naughty Dog's been working hard at a new, what we've been calling factions. And uh, what they showed us was a piece of uh, artwork. That's it. Some some uh, artwork. One, one, one little piece of art. Neil Druckmann actually made an appearance at the Summer Game Fest, but he didn't really have much to offer outside of the fact that we're going to hear more about factions in 2023. Not that we would get to play it, just that they're, we're going to know more about it in 2023. Um, mm. He made it very clear that this is a huge project they're undertaking, and probably the largest project they've done. And uh, <coughs> he said that uh, we aimed to make... Well, maybe he didn't. I think on a Twitter post or something, they're... they're their social person said, "We aim to make our newest entry into multiplayer, inviting to new, inviting to new players, while still a thrilling challenge for more of our seasoned fans. There will be more news to come next year, and we cannot wait to introduce you to the team behind this new experience. We're thrilled to share a piece of concept art from our upcoming multiplayer experience, which is an extremely ambitious undertaking. We're growing our studio significantly to ensure we build this full-scale standalone game with its massive scope and immense world in a way that fans have come to expect from the last." of us a naughty dog so it's exciting but i mean if it's not even gonna be they're not gonna say anything else till 2023 i mean geez 
we're not even we're just halfway through 2022 um i don't know i i'm excited to see what they're cooking up to be honest i'm real excited about it but i'm just kind of like this is obviously one of the big games of games as a service uh games that sony is going to be rolling out that they're planning on doing and it's with their first party studio naughty dog and if it's awesome, then it's going to be freaking awesome. And if it falls short, it's going to fall short. They're taking a big gamble. That they've never – I don't think that Naughty Dog is really I, – I, I enjoyed the Uncharted online stuff. It was fine, but it lost its appeal pretty quick. And then Factions was a home run. They, they had lightning in a bottle with that. And uh, if they can somehow capture that, I just hope that they don't fall into – I don't know, into the trappings of of doing those, uh, I don't know, what are those games called? Like Warzone and, uh, you know, the, what, what, what are we calling those these days? I can't remember. Where the, the circle gets... Are you talking about Battle Royale? Yes. If they're falling into the trappings of a routine Battle Royale. Um, who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? It would be easy to implement probably if you just had like zombie hordes coming in inward and pushing people into certain areas and then i think what might be interesting is having zombies and human players at the same time on a map i'm assuming it's gonna be more of a pve thing than a pvp thing there might be pvp modes in this like maybe there is a battle royale Mm -hmm. mode based on the things that they're saying i get the opinion that uh this is probably going to be more of like a shared world experience not just a straight up multiplayer mode yeah so you know, Battle Royale is just a PvP multiplayer mode. I'm not saying that there won't, you know, maybe there's going to be like a... To me, if you wanted to do like a... You know what game would be awesome for Battle Royale? Would be something like Days Gone, yeah. where like the ring coming in is just fucking hordes, hordes of, zombies. of zombies. coming in at you. Yeah, 100%. That's what That I'm would thinking. be dope as shit. And I, I haven't even played that game, but I that just sounds like an awesome concept. Seeing like scaling buildings and coming towards you and stuff, yeah. Yeah, like it slowly cool. gets more and more difficult. Like, it, and you're outside of the circle, like because zombies or whatever get more and more of them to fight through. Yeah, it'd be so awesome. I will say though, regarding the uh, the um, the Last of Us multiplayer thing, I I just I don't know. I'm kind of glad that they came out and they were like, "Listen, you're not going to hear about it for a while." You know, so at least now we just they they've acknowledged that they're working on it, and then it's going to be next year before we're just going to shelf talk about it for now. Yeah. So now we can just like stop even you know speculating as far as what this game is and when it's coming out. We can just be like, okay, let's just for put this thing, put a pin in it until 2023. Probably, if I had to take a wild ass guess, probably like around E3 2023, we might get this game revealed. Um, for maybe fall of 23 or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, because they didn't, honestly, they like Naughty Dog isn't the one that incited all this fervor around this. It was the, the games media that really created this whole, like, when is factions coming out? When is factions coming out? Blah, 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 blah. All this. I mean, I could be wrong about this. But all I remember Naughty Dog ever saying was when somebody asked them if there was going to be a factions mode in The Last of Us Part 2, 
they said that they want they were thinking about doing it, but they removed it because their idea for multiplayer was way bigger than what they could fit in The Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. And that was literally the only thing I ever remember them actually saying until this statement right here. I mean, maybe they've said things here, here and there since then, but I, I don't know. I mean, at least as far as I've heard. Yeah, one of the things that's really interesting about it is too is you have to realize that they're not a they're not a multiplayer developer. Like they don't they don't make games like exclusively online. So you know, I would expect the development cycle to be longer on this than it would be for like a like a regular first person game. Maybe they're maybe they don't have to worry about like cutscenes, or maybe they don't have to worry about as much as like story but if it's naughty dog man i hope that they are and i hope that they're implementing some awesome like story and if it's going to be games like a games of service kind of situation maybe they can get an awesome just through line ongoing story that you can enjoy and still live in this multiplayer this multiplayer online world i've yet to see it be done well i think the division 2 did a pretty good job with it division 1 but still, just the loosey-goosey of it being online makes it tricky to like really drive home narrative. And that is what Naughty Dog is really, really good at. So it's, it's going to be curious. You know, I, I don't know. It, it's got to be... Factions, was, like I said, it was lightning in a bottle for them. Like, the narrative, you didn't really need it because the world, the world did the talking for the game. You know, and you understood what you are doing there. But with, with, with a new game... If it's online only, I was gonna be like, okay, here you are. You guys already know what The Last of Us is. You know this world. Just go have fun. This is this is what you do. Like I would expect more from Naughty Dog than that. So I'm guessing it's gonna be more like a Red Dead Online kind of thing, where it's gonna be more of an organic experience. Yeah. Like you'll have this world and you'll have objectives and things like that, but you know your experiences are gonna be a little bit more organic as far as like how you come across things. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they took almost like a an Elden Ring approach where they just fucking tell you nothing. Yeah. And then you just like wander around the world and, you know, maybe you have a, a like a main goal where it's like, I don't know, fucking cure the plague or something. And then, uh, you know, you just have to kind of go about your way Dude, and what? do things. But I, I don't know, man. It's What if they take gonna be weird. What if they take a journey approach to it? Where you don't even know whether or not the people you're encountering are NPCs or real people. That would be fucking awesome. That's what it needs to be like. Yeah, I I would uh, I would definitely I could definitely see that being something in this game. And then maybe like if you want to play with your friends, you can bring like them a in game mode for that. And then yeah, there's I mean like a- it's the same mode, but like you just bring him in before you go into the world then you have a partner and then you just don't know who's partied up and who's not and like there's probably NPCs there's probably real players and then by the time it's yeah there, it could be very it could be very escape from Tarkov in that way I don't know if you know anything about that it's a PC game but uh, it's very much like you know you're grounded you're dropped into this world and like there are NPCs be, like there are sometimes other players in the game and you don't know if they're NPCs or not mm-hmm. and it's very it's very interesting in that way. So, yeah, it, it could be... I think they could do something really cool with that. Yeah. All right. Well, like we said, let's not speculate too much more on what that is. Let's move forward. Um, more news uh, regarding Naughty Dog. Apparently, it was a big, it was a big uh, week for them. 
Um, now I'm, I'm kind of sick of this enough of this. I don't care to see a one still frame from the HBO series of Pedro Pascal and the girl who plays Ellie. Sorry. I can't ever remember her name crouched down and being like a news story about this. Like, I don't fucking care. Like, please, please. I get that it's a, it's a video game property, but I'm just so tired of hearing about the HBO series. Like I'm kind of Bella Ramsey. Yeah. That, thank you. I'm kind of like just annoyed by it, but at least the filming has been announced to be over for The Last of Us for HBO. So that's all. That was a news point that was brought up during the Summer Game Fest because they, they, I guess, saw an opportunity to release some stuff about this. So, And uh, last but not least, Jake, Druckmann also indicated that Naughty Dog has expanded and they're working on more projects than they ever have before. And he's actually involved in directing one of the unannounced projects at this very moment. He would not go on any further. Uh, Jeff Keighley kind of caught him off guard, I think. Um, asked him if he was still directing video games. And Druckmann was kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually working on one, but I can't talk about it. You know? And then and then yeah. he said something like, well, Sony wants to leak that too. Because apparently Sony leaked the, uh, the Last of Us Part 1 trailer for PS5. They leaked it intentionally or something. And Druckmann mm-hmm. was just like, well, I guess if Sony wants to leak my new project, you know, I guess that's the only way you're going to find out. <laughs> so that is yeah. kind of interesting. Like, I wonder if Druckmann knew that Sony was going to leak it or not. Like, he had to have. But, I mean, when you're owned by a bigger company like that, you don't necessarily know. You know, there could have been miscommunication. There's, there's a chance that that Sony leaked that without telling Neil and company, which is hilarious to me. But I doubt that that happened. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be all that surprised, really. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll be honest. Like, Every screenshot I see, the more screenshots I see from this show, the less I am excited to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds really like cruel, but like we just got, like I just got done looking at screenshots that were like comparison screens from like the PS5 and PS4 versions mm-hmm. of the, the first Last of Us. And then like I see this screenshot of pedro pascal and bella ramsey just like crouching behind a box and there's like some light coming yeah that's up from the below. big reveal that they had for and it. it and i'm just like i like i literally my life would be completely unchanged if i had never seen this image 100 percent. so yeah. so like why are you sharing this with me yeah like why do like, I, I don't understand yeah. like wait i don't want to see a fucking thing from this show ever again until they have an actual trailer to reveal 100 yeah, percent. i'm with you I'm tired so, of it. Just, that's all I have to say about dude, it, Dude, I'm I guess. so over. Like, for some, I, I just platinum The Last of Us Part 2. I'm so over The Last of Us World right now. It's like we just came out of COVID. We just came out of gloomy six months of gray skies and shittiness. And uh, we didn't come out of COVID. It's still going on. But you know what I mean. Like, summer has hit. And the last thing I want to do is live in this terrible world right now. Wait till fall or something. All right. Um, there were a lot of other games that were announced. So this is the one. This I'm just going to go down to the list of some of the stuff I thought was interesting. Aliens Dark Descent was announced. This is coming to PS5, PS4. It's a single-player tactical shooter based in the alien world. And uh, it's anticipated for a 2023 release date. The game is being developed by mm. Tindalos Interactive slash Focus Entertainment. So um, it's interesting to me. It looks good. Tactical shooter. That seems interesting. It's I'm guessing it's gonna be like a. It's gonna be like a mini V1 or something like that. It where looks you're like trying to find the enemy. Yeah, it looks awesome. It looks mm-hmm. really good graphically and everything. It looks really cool. So 
That's coming out uh, in 2023, maybe. That game looked quite even. That wasn't even on my radar. Um, Layers of Fears, plural, the third game from the IP. Uh, Bluebird team made this. Um, is made entirely in Unreal Engine 5. Um, that team was also responsible for the Blair Witch games. Um, but yeah, so there's another scary game. It looks fine. I'm surprised that why they keep coming back to this series. It must be good enough that they're going to keep making them. I don't know. I've, I haven't played any of them. The Layer of Fears games. Layers of Fear. Yeah, I mean, people like... Like, Blooper Team makes those kind of A-tier horror games and... <laughs> People like them enough to play them, so that's cool that they're getting another game. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's kind of nice to see. It's it's kind of like when when we got the uh, what was that game I borrowed off you? That was a scary game. It was supposed to be scary, and they came out with the same. Are you talking, oh, you're talking about the Evil Within? Yeah, it's kind of like that. But I think the Layer of Fear games are first person. But um, yeah. it's nice to see horror horror games always tend to have a less than triple A. Uh, I guess I don't know showing right, but they're always good. They they're they're always fun. Like I always like playing scary games. I don't know what it is. I like them. Yeah. All right. Uh, in a hilarious PR stunt, Goat Simulator is getting a sequel, but they decided to call it Goat Simulator Three, which I think is just fucking hilarious. Because there's no Goat Simulator. 2. There is no Goat Simulator. They just called it Goat Simulator Three, <laughs> uh, which is the funniest thing ever. Um, at first, and then if you look at the trailer for it, remember the Dead Island trailer where it was like a guy just jogging on like a boardwalk? It's that, and then uh, it, but it's like shittier graphics, and like at the end the guy steps in goat shit, and it's just it's like a complete <laughs> jab at the Dead Island Two trailer. Um, the game comes to PS Five this fall. I, it was very, very, very hilarious. Like if you picked up on all that, you knew that there was no Goat Simulator Two, and then you knew they were riffing on the Dead Island Two uh, video game trailer. Dead Island Two never got released. Um, so I don't know what happened to that game, but so funny. It's like one of the coolest, funniest things I've ever seen happen. The, the, naming the sequel to a game, like the third, the third one, just to kind of like yeah. boost yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, it's so funny to me. Um, like they didn't earn that. They didn't put out a second game. You can't call it the third game, but they're doing it. They're breaking <laughs> all the rules over there. Uh, I love it. Uh, Street Fighter Six um, keeps looking better and better to me, Jake. Uh, Guile was announced as a return character. There's really no surprise there. He's got a weird goatee, though. They're giving him facial hair. I don't like it. And I actually don't like his hair in this game. It's Did a- you see, like, Ryu has a fucking beard? I'm okay like, with that. Like, why are you fucking up? Why are you fucking with these, like, iconic, classic Street Fighter characters? I don't disagree. Make that, like, you, like at least... Okay, if they're gonna give Guile a fucking goatee and make him look all dumb, then at least at least you know you got to have the option to have like regular an OG skin or something. There probably is. I'm sure there is. I just man, watching Street Fighter makes me want to play Street Fighter. And I watched the the battle they showed at the Summer Game Fest: Guile and, and Chun Li fighting. And what's funny is they had this narrator overdubbed, and it's like, oh, player one, and then player two is going to come back. And, you know, I think uh, Chun-Li wins the first match, Guy wins the second, and then it's it's a nail-biter at the end. And uh, it was surely played that way to to, to be narrated over. But it, in a brief second, it said player one, and then player two, it actually said CPU. 
on it. And at the end, the narrator, I don't know if you guys caught this, but the narrator was like, oh, player two's going to want to save that for, for the history books and put it on their, their reel to share with their friends or some shit like that. And I'm like, that was a computer player. It wasn't even a real person <laughs> playing. It drove me crazy. Um, it wasn't exactly that verbatim, but it was the idea that like player two is going to want to save that footage, you know. But it was like that was a CPU character. Um, That's funny. Stupid. I mean, why? Why would they do that? Anyways, Street Fighter Six looks good. I get more and more excited about it. I like the Street Fighter games. I know Jake you said you're not crazy about them, but I I grew up playing those games. Street Fighter Two and Three were my were my jams. Um, I played a shitload of Street Fighter Two on Super Nintendo, yeah. but I I just I can't play them anymore. That's crazy. Yeah, the stories have gotten really good with them. Um, they've done some cool stuff with story mode. All right, so hey, we got first gameplay video of the Callisto Protocol. We've only had trailers up until now. Uh, Summer Game Fest, we see some gameplay, and this game looks awesome. It does. And a lot of people in the chat and in the comments were like, man, this is like totally singing Dead Space to us. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to play this thing. This thing looks so good. But I am a little nervous because they are doing the Dead Space remake. So... I don't know. I'm sure it'll end up being fine, but... This is going to be a better game, maybe. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, Dead Space is Dead Space. You know what you're getting with that. It's the trailblazer. But, like, this game... I We talked about it last week, and I thought when I had heard this game, like, oh, isn't this that game that's supposed to be the fucking uh, PUBG spinoff? And then, I, and then I was like, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, "There's no fucking way. This is like a Dead Space clone. Yeah, or not a clone, but like it's it's very similar." And then I just saw recently that they uh, they have announced that it's no longer part of the PUBG universe. Yeah. So it's like its own thing now. Yeah, which is good because I don't see any way that this fits into the the PUBG universe but what the hell do yeah, I know It's really interesting but it, but it is and also the other thing I can't remember if we talked about this last week but it has the same director as Dead Space oh so, someone might have brought that up if you didn't bring it up someone might have wrote us about that actually yeah did, did someone write us on Patreon I think Clint it might have been it might have been a Patreon write-in I gotta start acknowledging um, those uh yeah let's let's jump to it and I'll tell you exactly what Clint said because I remember him writing on our 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 pa- he's a patron of the show. Um, let me see here. Uh, let me see. Yeah, Glenn Schofield. So, um, yeah, it was Clint. What did he say? Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says exactly, just a note on Dead Space, Callisto Protocol, Glenn Schofield, CEO of Striking Distance Studios, Callisto Protocol, was the director and executive producer of the original Dead Space. Thank you, Clint, for clarifying that. Um we don't give the people who write in enough credit because the, we do have them occasionally. So thanks, Clint, for doing that, uh, letting us know. Yeah, so weird. I'd be curious to hear if you think that uh, this game looks better or worse than Dead Space. You know, are you more excited for Callisto Protocol over the Dead Space remake or, or what? Listeners, write us. Let us know. PS is awesome at gmail.com. Moving forward. Midnight Suns is coming out 10-7-2022. This is going to be a strategy game like the XCOM games, I'm pretty sure, but it's being developed by the same developer, XCOM 1 and XCOM 2, and that would be Firaxis. And uh, they did announce that Spider-Man and Venom will also be part of the cast in this title at Summer Games Fest. So if you're into the Marvel Universe at all, I guess that wouldn't be Marvel, would it be? 
Uh, Spider Man. What? Spider Man's Marvel, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you're into it and you're into those games, I, I'm interested in this. I'm not gonna lie, but we'll see what I'm playing in October. I don't know. I like the XCOM games. I still want that XCOM game that never made it to console to, to hit us, but it hasn't yet. Um, I don't know if we're going to get it or not. Um, anything to say about Midnight Suns, Jake? Uh, it looks really good. I am hit or miss with Marvel, like superhero stuff. So we'll see how that we'll see how that works out. Um, I'm going to wait until it comes out to see what people think of it. But it, I imagine it could be really really fun mm-hmm. uh but yeah we'll have to see yeah hey tmnt shredder's revenge coming out very soon june 16th it's developed by dot emu or dotemu i think it's dot emu really is what i think it is but no one knows how to pronounce it and confirms that casey jones uh my favorite character in the ninja turtles world in universe will make the lineup of playable characters uh, he was by far my favorite in the franchise, and I'm really happy to see this. This game looks cooler and cooler every time I see it. I think my issue with the game is is like every time I see gameplay, um, it something about it, the visual doesn't look as smooth smooth as I want. Like I I think the biggest uh, under I think the most underrated beat 'em up I actually even call it underrated, but the most it needs more love is the the latest Streets of Rage game because they did all of the right things with the graphics, with the, the smoothness of the play, but they maintained the gameplay spot on to all the old Streets of Rage games. I don't mind the, the 16-bit graphics, but there's something about the way this one looks. It just doesn't look to me as good as what I remember the digital games looking like when I was a kid growing up. I don't know. It, it just didn't translate well for me. I'm still excited to try this game and play it. Jake, do you have an opinion on this? Um, yes. I, I think it looks good. I These are like those games, though, that beat-em-ups to me are games that I have to be in a mood to play. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like you and I played... I think one or two levels of Streets of Rage Four. I still need to when that game that. came out, uh, and that that was pretty fun. But it's not something that I rush to play. I think it's it's because I don't know what it is. I used to play Streets of Rage all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to love games like this, but for whatever reason anymore, like I have to kind of be in the mood to play them. I think it's because. I they're very arcadey, so you kind of you go until you're done. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not you know it's not one of those games where you're continually making progress and filling a story mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's just like you're just playing the game until you die and then you start over. But I mean, I'm sure like if you stopped in the middle of a run, you can restart it or whatever. But like you get what I mean. So I but. That said, it looks really good, and they look really fun. So I don't know if it's a game that I would necessarily buy full price, but I'd definitely be interested in trying. I think the thing that I don't like about it, um, I agree with everything you said, uh, but I love beat-em-up games. The thing that I don't like about it is I feel like the scaling is off. 
I, I feel like the scaling is weird on this. Um, something just doesn't like my brain breaks a little bit when I see, and I don't know if it's that they, the characters look too small on the screen or the aspect ratio looks off or it just doesn't look, it doesn't look great to me. Um, and, and I don't know what it is. And maybe I'm just talking... I mean, it's a personal opinion, obviously. But um, I, there's just something... Let me, I'm pulling up image real quick of Streets of Rage 4 um, to kind of look at them. Yeah, it, maybe it's the angle of the camera or something. Um, here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take... <laughs> this is stupid. Here, Jake. I'm going to, at the very bottom, I'm going to post a picture of gameplay from Streets of Rage 4. And I'm going to Shredder's Revenge. And you tell me what looks different. I'm not talking about the graphics. I'm just talking about, like, I can't even explain what it... It's hard to put my finger on what what it is about it that I think looks looks not as good. Um, here, here comes the other one. Uh, come on, buddy. Let's do this. Come on. There it is. Um, it's it just the characters look small or something, and the angle the angle is a little more. It's more isometric. I mean, the the thing that you're forgetting is that <laughs> the, the the TMNT game is is just a remaster of an existing game. The Streets of Rage 4 is a new game. No, is it is, is it Shredder's Revenge a new game? No. Are you certain? I'm pretty sure. I it's thought not. it was a brand new game. I mean, maybe it is. I mean, I don't mean Shredder's to stall Revenge. the entire podcast. Maybe I, maybe I'm thinking of that because they're coming out with that collection. This must not be part of that. No, this is this is a brand new game in the series. And I, I, I can appreciate wanting to stay with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, this is a different game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. It's fine. I obviously. I. I think Streets of Rage looks better just artistically, but I don't think that there's an issue with the the camera or the character angles. I don't. know. I think it's just that it's a preference. I think it's thing. just a preference thing. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless, I. I don't know that I'm gonna play it like right out of the gates, but. And dude, did I just get rid of all of our notes? No, they're there. Thank God. I thought I got rid of them all. Hey, let's move forward, listeners. I'm so sorry about Stalin, but I had I had a real opinion about that, and I didn't know how to express myself. I'm excited about Casey Jones, though. All right, talking about beat 'em ups. While it's not exactly a beat 'em up game, Jake, there was a trailer for a game called Midnight Fight Express, and this game looks really interesting. It's like a mix of Hotline Miami meets like something else. I guess it was developed maybe by like one person, which is incredible because it's got some real animation quality to it. Have you seen anything about this? Have you seen the trailer? Midnight Fight Express looks awesome. And uh, I want to try it. I've only seen screenshots of it, but it looks like very, very isometric. Yeah. Which is, uh, which is always cool. I mean, I like isometric games. But um, I don't know. Is is it? So you said it's it's very. If it's Hotline Miami, where it's like, go to that kill or be killed yeah, kind of thing. Go to the link I put at the top of the notes there. What was announced at Summer Game Fest Live? 
Mm-hmm. And it'll take to the Push Square article. And then scroll down to Midnight Fight Express, wherever that is. Oh, I'm watching a trailer for oh, it Oh, you right found now. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then you're good. Yeah, it doesn't seem as... It doesn't seem as... Uh, as... I mean, obviously, it seems very violent, right? But it doesn't seem... It seems a little bit more... Accessible might not be the right word, but like a little less arcadey. Like you're actually doing something in this game. Whereas like Hotline Miami is very, you walk through the door and you have to find the right sequence. If you don't do it right, you're fucking dead. That's just the game, right? Whereas like this seems a little bit more uh, more like like game game, Mm -hmm. like a video, Mm -hmm. like single player video game kind of game, you know? So then that's a really terrible description, but. Um, hopefully people understand it looks cool though if you haven't heard that game go check it out Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 MWT 2 made an appearance recently with us seeing a full mission from the campaign mode I'm happy there's a campaign mode I'm glad that's my favorite part of these games it looks fine it looks like what I would expect but there were times where I was like man like this is uh, next the current gen PS5 quality but like like the the textures on the boat uh, looked a little like they kind of cut some corners and like there were some things where I'm just like yeah they, they could have put a little more detail like the, the characters looked fine but some of the environment textures looked a little lacking to me if I'm being critical I mean it still look good did you watch that trailer at all I I've seen some of it I don't know I mean it's hard for me to pick apart these games I. I think that it probably looks fine. You have to remember some of it too could be compression in the the stream or the oh yeah, online I mean it looks fine. Yeah, I'm just so, being nitpicky. Yeah, yeah. So I I think generally like one of the things that Call of Duty games always did really well is lighting and stuff. So I think all of that still looks really good. It still looks very much like a Call of Duty game. So I'm not really super shocked at what I'm seeing. Mm. But I do remember really enjoying. I do need to get around to playing the Modern Warfare One. Sorry, I, I it fucking bothers me to no end that they named these games the same as the originals. <laughs> um, but the remake of the first Modern Warfare, I need to get around to playing that, and then maybe playing the campaign for this because I really enjoyed both of those games when they came out. Yeah, that originally. came out in twenty twenty, right? Modern Warfare One. Uh, I. Yes, I believe I so. I think it did. Right Either 2020 or 2019. Was, yeah. It might have actually been... You know what? It was 2019 because 2020 was uh, was uh, Cold War mm. and 21 was Vanguard. Okay. So, but this... Yeah, this is... Uh, it's very much Battlefield and it looks like a, a Battlefield campaign, which is which is great, so... Call of Duty. I'd be stoked to play it. Yeah, sorry, Call of Duty. Whatever. I thought you were Call making a comparison to Battlefield for a second. I was like, ah, all right. No, I mean, if you're if you're literally comparing Battlefield and, and Call of Duty campaigns, if you're talking like ten years ago, you're comparing Battlefield and Call of Duty campaigns. They're very similar. I mean, yeah. like, there's not really a whole lot of difference between the two of them in terms of like what you're doing moment to moment. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. It looks good. Yeah. I'm glad we finally got to see something from it. Uh, The studio behind The Vanishing of Ethan Carter called The Astronauts uh, announced a game back in 2017 called Witchfire. And then it disappeared until now. 
We got to see about a minute of gameplay footage. And I got to say, what I saw looks really cool. It has some real heretic vibes. Um, it'll have early access uh, on the Epic Game Store. And then hopefully it'll be coming to console shortly after when it releases. So, Witchfire, very cool name for a game. But this this game looks kind of cool. Like some of the weapons, like this weird crossbow that shoots like, I don't know, bullets or something. Like it's really cool looking. And then some of the spells and stuff, like you're waving your hand and like doing shit and like shooting. It looks a lot like Hex and Heretic, dude. It looks rad. It reminds me a little bit. It reminds me a little bit more of uh, than than Heretic. It reminds me a little bit more of like. Um, did you ever play that game Painkiller? No. Kind of reminds me of that a little bit, but yeah, this game looks fucking dope. I'm watching the trailer for it right now. <laughs> this is like this is my kind of this is my kind of video game. It looks no, fucking awesome. Yeah, it's weird that it's coming from the makers of The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Um, yeah, that is kind of strange, but it, it looks good. Like, cause it doesn't look like a budget game really or anything. No, it looks awesome, but who knows what it's gonna play like, or what it's gonna feel like, or when it's even gonna come out, but. Yeah, I mean, Witchfire, it could be the next big thing. I don't know. Fuck, dude, I want this game to come out tomorrow. Yeah, doesn't it look awesome? So I knew it was right it. up your yeah. alley, dude. It looks awesome. <laughs> it's so cool looking. I'd never even heard of it. Um, so coming in October is Gotham Knights. We see a new trailer featuring Nightwing. This game was canceled for PS4, so all efforts are now going to only next-gen versions of this game, or new gens, current gens, I guess, rather. So I don't really care much about that. It's cool. And then we got about four minutes, Jake, till I have to call you back. We're almost through the news of the Summer Game Fest. Metal Hellsinger is coming to PS5 on September 15th. This game is awesome. This game is a rhythmic, Doom-style, first-person shooter. And you time your kills with this metal music track in the background. And, like, you're supposed to tie it in with the music. And then is is if you can keep chaining your kills on the on like the tempo, it gives you boosts and boons in the game, and you get faster, more powerful. It's so fucking rad. Um, it's developed by like one dude, I think. He started came up with this idea. Now I haven't played it. If it plays the way that it's supposed to, it's probably going to be an awesome game. It's called Metal Hellsinger, which is a fantastic. I mean, name. it's got it's got music from like industry leading metal bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, he got like real metal bands uh, to use their tracks and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't even know what some of the bands are actually. I, I remember him talking about. I read this interview or saw an interview with the guy or whatever. But anyways, it doesn't even really matter. Um, the game looks cool if you're into that kind of thing. So we got Witchfire Metal Hellsinger coming, which is so cool sounding. It looks sick. I'd, I'd go to any concert if those were the band names. Um, Anyways, PC famous game, uh, Flashback. This was a really big game back when I had a Packard Bell in the house. Um, is getting a sequel called Flashback 2. Now, there was a sequel to Flashback called something. I can't remember what it was called. Um, and it came out on PS1, but it didn't do very well. So this is like supposed to be like the, the, the follow-up to the original Flashback on the computer. Um, and it will be kind of a 2.5D game. It looks pretty cool. It looks like it's a straight-up... Uh, fans of the original game probably made this game. It looks like it's right in sync with what you'd expect. Uh, 
I, though, would have appreciated the original flashback uh, getting a remake as well for console or something, so we could try that one. But anyways, this is coming to PS5 in the winter of 2022, this winter. So a flashback hmm. to... Interesting. I uh, forgot all about flashback, but uh, I think your main protagonist's name was Connor, if I can, if I remember right. It was a hard game, dude. It was not easy. Um, Interesting. Yeah, cool game. But that was the Summer Game Fest stuff. So there's a rad game called... Did you see, did you see anything about this game? It's called The Last Faith. Dude, um, it looks fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Like the like, this is how you do like the eight bit, sixteen bit, whatever bit graphic, bitmap art, whatever the hell you want to call it. Dude, it's got this gothic vibe that's right up my alley. It has like vibes like, uh, to me, it captures that darkest dungeon kind of like fucking like castle questing, gothic vampire night Castlevania, but done in such a good way like the animations look awesome um everything's so cool. i love this i love this newer trend of games making like pixel art like developers making pixel art games but like having the animations be super fluid oh. and complicated like shit that you couldn't do back in the day because they you didn't have the processing power mm-hmm. and the memory and all that and the frame rate and everything but now like you have this pixel art game but then it's like 60 FPS and they've got these super complex, like, like really fluid animations like that just 3D. Look, they look 3D. They look like moving art pieces. Like it's awesome. It's something. so cool. Yeah. Dude, this game. This game looks really awesome. It looks so good. I hope that it's not infuriating to play. That is the problem. Yeah, I hope it's not incredibly hard. I'm sure, like, based on the way that the bosses looked, it looked like it's going to have some you know, challenge to it. You got to learn your, your Mm. enemies and stuff like that. I just hope it's not like impossibly hard. Yeah. Yeah. I got through what cyber ninja. I think that's what that game was called. So I can probably get through this one, but man, whoo buddy, the last faith, go look it up. It looks awesome. The music sounds really cool too. Uh, supposed to be releasing this year and developed by a company called Playstack. So, Anybody still interested in Forspoken? Uh, we got a brief cutscene uh, that was really boring. It, I don't even know why they did this. Maybe just to put Forspoken in our ears again. Uh, it was literally the character for Forspoken talking to a librarian. Hmm. And then she hands her a book and says, oh, this is the instructions how to get to the castle or something. And then that was it. It's <laughs> like, okay, fucking pretty lame, pretty dude. And then uh, last but not least that I have for the news, Jake... And I thought this was really interesting because we saw Don't Nod changed their title recently, and uh, we had another uh, man. What what company changed their logo to the social to like the this chat bubble? Oh, you're talking about Bando Namco. Yeah, yeah, so we've had a Bandai lot of Bandai Namco. Jesus, we had a we had a lot of weird uh, rebrandings, but Ben Studio got a new logo, and this time it actually looks pretty good. Um, I like it. I don't mind it at all. And uh, they're most likely... Yeah, looks good. Yeah, they're most likely on the verge of announcing a new game. Um, but if you go to the link, and I got this from the blog, PlayStation blog, you go to it, what's really interesting is they get into it, and they start talking about the logo is going to maintain this upside-down triangle, but they can do different things with it like maybe you know what I mean like it's their 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 symbol now is going to be modular and they're still going to maintain their logo at the same time which is I don't know it's a really creative way 
to brand yourself. You know what I mean? I think it's really. Yeah. I think I like it. I like it a lot. Um, it, it's 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 really weird. They can they showed how they they can really manipulate the way it looks and still maintain the identity of the brand. I thought that was really interesting. Um, so yeah. Anyways, very cool thing. They talk about Ben Studio quite a bit, and then they talk about the future of Ben Studio in this PlayStation blog and. Um, they're indicating the new the new Ben Studios just the beginning of Ben Studios' future uh, as part of the PlayStation Studios family. They promise to continue bringing quality experiences that aim to leave an everlasting impact with you. Um, they're excited to share just a snippet of the news on the current project. Currently working on a new IP that includes multiplayer and builds upon the open world systems of days gone, but brings you a whole new world that we're extremely excited to craft for you. We cannot wait to reveal it to you when the time is right. So, very well, Bend. Whole new world built on this open world systems of day gone. Days gone. Mm. So, interesting. Interesting. Could this be the other... I think there's supposed to be two games as a service titles that Sony was really going to be trying to push. Um, could it be Bend and Naughty Dog's new projects? I think so. Mm, could be. I think it could be. Jake, usually we talk about new games coming out. And with all the news of Summer Game Fest, I couldn't find a list for this week anywhere. So I've got nothing. I know the Quarry just released. I don't really care. Probably nothing. Probably nothing other than the Quarry really worth playing. If we miss something, you know, you guys can let us know. Yeah, what are you playing this week? But a uh, couple, couple other little tidbits just to kind of close out the show news-wise is that I don't know if you saw this, but Jason Schreier reported that he talked to apparently three different people familiar with the development of God of War Ragnarok, yeah. and apparently they're going to be announcing as soon as this week that the game is going to release this November. Oh, interesting. So um, if you guys are interested in the new God of War game, it's possible that it could be out this year. Right before Christmas. Delayed, right? Uh, And the other thing may or may not be important depends on Square, but Square Enix is doing a Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary celebration stream. Uh, on uh, the 16th, which is this coming Thursday. And there's a lot of spec. They said it's only going to be around 10 minutes long, so it's not like we're going to get a lot with it. But they did imply that there might be some details on the second part of the Final Fantasy VII Remake game. Okay. So if that's true, that's very cool. I'll be excited for that. But uh, other than that, I'm not really sure. I still haven't played just... Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's it's awesome. So I'm pretty stoked about. I still haven't played the Renegade or Retrograde or whatever the fuck they called it, um, which is the Yuffie DLC. I still need to get back to that and play that. And I definitely will if the new new game is coming out. But uh, yeah, so there. That's this. Thursday, June 16th at 3 p.m. Pacific time. I like it. 6, six Eastern. Good news point. So we might have something to talk about next week. Yeah. Regarding that. Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully we do. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Jake, for spending Saturday evening with me um, and the listeners. And uh, I'm excited to be back on track with the podcast. Uh, this will 
be coming out right on time. And uh, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm going to dive back into Mass Effect 2. Uh, I'm so tempted to pick the quarry up now. I want to buy that Star Wars game. I, we'll see what happens. But uh, in the meantime, this has been episode 227. Is that what one we're on? Yeah. It of is. PS- yes. This is awesome. 227. 227. Let us know what you think about the graphics of the upcoming TMNT game. If you like them or if you think I'm going crazy, um, let us know what you are planning on playing. Are you excited about the quarry? Are you excited about what's being shown at uh, Summer Games Fest? Do you give a shit about the HBO Last of Us series? Do you give a shit about The Last of Us Part 1 coming to PS5? Do you think it's just a cash grab? I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? If you're a patron, go ahead and just comment on the show episode when I post it over there. If you're not, send us an email, awesome at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Jake, are you good for the day? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just rewatching that Last Faith trailer. I can't get over how sick it looks. Yeah. So, like Hades, Haven, and Hot Wheels Unleashed. P.S. Yes. This is, this is awesome. awesome.